First Corinthians chapter seven, verse, um, verse thirty-two. Look what he says. He says, "But I want you to be free. I want you to be what? From what? Now the word the word concern there means anxiety. What it means." means to be worried, to be so consumed by, you know, things. He says, I, I, I want, but I want you to be free from concern. One who is what? Unmarried. One who is who? Is concerned. About what? <laughs> and how he or she may plead. Let me read it one more time. He said, the one who is unmarried is worried. That, that word concern means worried again. But it's a good kind of worry. Amen. He says, the one who's unmarried, this is scripture. Is concerned about the things of the Lord and how he may please the Lord. I want to talk about this morning single with a single focus. Single with a single focus. China's hottest bachelor is a animated character. Why are these women so keen to carry on a fake relationship with a virtual boyfriend? It's it's a craze. It's a right now it's something that's so popular in China, that men and women are dating virtual boyfriends and girlfriends. Being single may feel to some like a sentence. For some, it may be the sweetest thing For some, it may be a most satisfying thing. But being single in the digital age gives you many options. Are you with me? In this progressive age, it can also be challenging. When I looked at what is happening in China, as I explored a little bit more, I found out that the reason that, 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 matter of fact, there's more men than women in China because of the one-child policy. They just changed that now to the two-child policy. In other words, they limit you on how many children you can have. Yeah. Thank God you live in America. Some of us got 17 kids. And we're doing all right. Are you with me? Watch this. 
It's amazing to me when I read the story, when I watched it, when I did some more research on it, how people are finding comfort in a virtual boyfriend or girlfriend. Why? I believe, as I watched it, they were saying that they don't want to go through those stages that you go through in dating. In other words, they wanted someone that they can program. Literally, you can program your virtual boyfriend or girlfriend to say exactly what you want. Amen. To, 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 to compliment you and to do all of that. And, and, and one of the things they said, they said that they did not want to get into the complexity of a relationship. You know what I'm talking about. When you get into relationship, saints, you don't know to some degree what you're getting from the other person. As a matter of fact, some of you may discover way later on. I didn't know he was crazy. Hey, y'all ain't trying to hear me. I, I, I didn't know he was so insecure. I, I didn't know that she was so mean. Oh, let me get on the women right quick. Amen. I, I, I didn't know. Certain things. And so rather than go through all of that. They would rather create their own character. Now. There's some of you who are enjoying your singlehood. Your singleness. I believe that. In reading this article. I believe that one of the other key things that. Single people deal with. And I found this out. Not just then, but even yesterday at the summit, that most single people struggle from loneliness. Being lonely. Now, you can put on a good front on the outside, but secretly, you may be a lone, very lonely person. Are you with me? That's probably why you're so mean. Some people are just not interested in being in a serious relationship at this time in life. Others are single due to the circumstances in their lives. They may have just gotten out of a relationship that was bad. And then they don't feel like they can find someone who's compatible, amen, to them. Whatever the reason is, I believe that the Bible has everything pertaining to life and godliness. I believe that if you really want to learn how to live, 
you can find it in this book. Bible's not hard to understand. It's hard to understand to those who are not saved. Right? So, so I believe that the Bible addresses all these issues. And, and whatever your reason is today, whatever your reason is today uh, for maybe staying single or wanting to be single or whatever the case may be, I believe that even with that, God has something for you. If your every waking moment, your focus on what others are doing on so what, what do you think social media is doing to single people? Oh, come on. I'm not attacking it. I'm just telling you the truth. Right? You, you see people booed up and you're like, oh, you just don't care. You're like, whatever. But secretly inside, you're envious. Amen. Because you want that. What it looks like. You with me? I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm. Watch this. Watch this. Paul writes this church in Corinth. Because they had some issues in the church. This is what you call a carnal church. You know what a carnal church is? A worldly church. and It's like a club. That's exactly what it was like. They were drinking the communion, getting drunk. Then they would go for the bread. They would go around the communion table about 15 times. Amen. They would get drunk with, because they would serve real wine. Carnal church, worldly church. Right? That's what they would do, right? And then, and then, and then you had a brother in the church who was sleeping with a stepmama. Ooh, young and the restless. That's it. I mean, they had some real soap opera stuff happening in the church. You're like, dang, is this church? You're like, yeah, we having a good time. Fellowship was good. Amen. They were wife swapping and stuff. You know, just all kinds of stuff was happening in church. Amen. Come on, help me, y'all. Yeah, that's what Paul is writing to. Right? And at the beginning of this chapter, before he dealt with the single people, because Paul was single, he said, let me deal with you married folks that's tripping. So, so from verses 1 to 9, he says to the married people, and so I'm going to help the married people and the single people today. Watch this. So maybe not have to do that. Watch this. He said marriage is a gift. Verses 1 to 9. You should read it, read it together. Then he says from verses 10 to 16 that marriage is a ministry. You with me? Amen. First he says marriage is a what? A gift. Then he says from verses 10 to 16, he says marriage is a ministry. Look at look, look, look what he said. Look what he said. Look what he said. Verse 10. Verse 10. Look at verse 10. What do you say in verse 10? He said, but to the married, <laughs> I give what? Instructions. Not I, but the Lord. That a wife should not leave her husband, no matter what. Even if he, uh, that a wife should not leave her husband. But if she does leave him. She was it. She must remain unmarried. So he was laying it out because they listen. They were divorcing real quick in church back then. So he's he's saying that marriage is a what a ministry. And then he says, well, if you're going to be married, look at verse fourteen. He said, don't you marry no unbelieving man or woman. Make sure you marry a Christian. See, because if you marry a Christian, it's going to be easier to serve God together. And sometimes that could be hard too. He says, if you're going to marry, marry you a Christian woman or Christian man. 
He said, because, but, but if he's an unbeliever, you can still sanctify him by you going to church. You with me? Then he says from verses 17 to verse 24, he says that marriage, you ready? Write it down. Marriage is a gift. Marriage is a ministry. And the next thing is marriage is a calling. It's a calling. It's a calling. Not everybody is called to it. That's why he says, if you can remain as I, remain single. But if you can't remain single, amen. Then he says marry. He said, if you're going to burn that word burn means to, to be, that word burn means with passion. Uh, man, I had to catch my brain in my mouth at the same time, y'all. <laughs> Good Lord, have mercy. The Holy Spirit is in this house. Lord, thank you, Heard. <laughs> I had to catch myself right there. He said, he said if you're going to burn with passion, then marry. It's a what? It's a calling. But from verse 25 on, he says that marriage is a challenge. I heard somebody say amen. Just right there in the back. Just amen. I heard you. You're not even in the room. I heard you. Amen. Marriage is a what? Challenge. Right? So this church is struggling with carnality. Right? And and and, and Paul says, listen, y'all. I find it very interesting that in the context of marriage, he drops this one verse. He drops this one verse, right? Verse 32, right? He drops this verse, but right before verse 32, look at verse 31. He says something that is pretty interesting. He says, and those, well, let's back up. Let's just, we can stay right there. He says, and those who use the what? The world. As though they did not make full use of it. For what? For use of it, for the form of this world is passing away. So in other words, he's saying that if you are married or single, watch this, and there's no real satisfaction, there's really no real satisfaction in living for the flesh because the world is passing away. He says you may be living for something but if you ain't living for the Lord, you will find yourself disappointed all the time. Amen. Now, I'm going to show you something today. I got three points. But my first point, I'm going to stretch out with sub points today. Because I want you single people to learn something today. And you married people too, because y'all may be struggling with some of this stuff. Watch this. I believe that before you can date, make yourself available to somebody, right? You got to deal with some stuff within you. Problem is, with most married people, we get together and we just, cause we, we let the flesh take over and we overlook a whole lot of things. We look, we overlook crazy. We overlook retarded. We overlook all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and you know what we do? We're like, oh, I love him. Oh, I love her. 
But we know, we've seen a little retardation somewhere in that relationship. And you're like, man, I'm, I'm, nah, he'd be all right. I can fix him. You know, women love to fix men. Y'all love fix-uppers. Amen. Y'all like to put a little bondo here and a little bit of, you know, plastic over here and, you know, paint over us and stuff like that. You understand what I'm saying? No, he'd be fine. You know what I mean? He'd be fine. He'd be fine. No, Pastor, you don't understand. He loves me. I said, I know. Y'all just met. <laughs> but, but you know, it's possible. It's possible to fall in love, head over heels in love with somebody right away. That's it. If you're just attracted to the physical. Amen. Amen. And, and don't try to match up because of your horoscope now. Let me help somebody. You a Gemini, he a Sagittarius. Y'all get along real good. You know what that is? You know, you know what that is? It's called goobly gosh. Yeah. When you figure out that word, then you tell me what it is. It's goobly gosh. The only sign you may have maybe is a stop sign or a pause sign or a yield sign. But here's the thing. Sagittarius and Gemini, watch it. Those, those horoscope that aligns people, that ain't got nothing to do with your makeup. You know what, you know what it really boils down to? Your nature, your sin nature. Are you with me? I hear people say that all the time. I'm a Gemini. I'm like, listen, listen. Listen, you know, I, I I try not to be too hard on that type of stuff, but it's truth, y'all. It's truth. But, but check this out. You have people who are single, and, and I'm I'm going to help you today. Okay, this is going to be this is going to be like what I do in my counseling says. This is going to be therapeutic for you. Watch this. Watch this. Watch it. So the first thing that you I want to show you real quick. Uh, look what he says in verse 32. And I'm going I'm to stick with this one phrase. He says, but I want you, and I'm going to stay there with the word free, okay? I want you to be what? Free. Free of what? Free of what? Concern. That word, totally worry, right? So if you're going to be single with a single for focus, the first thing you have to do is you need to put it up there, a single focus of healing. Watch this now. From all internal and emotional challenges. I can't be a boo to you if I'm jacked up emotionally. Internal stuff. Wonder why you get mad so quick? Because you have some emotional things that you ain't dealt with. And look, you've been booed up with so many people. And you done slept with them too, by the way. And what's happening now is you're one. 
You you don't have to feel bad. Just just it'd be all right. It'd be all right. We all been there. Right? Not me. Watch this. Somebody said, Not me. So so once you have the soul tie with that person, you wonder why you act like them sometimes? You're like, Dad, I remember that. Because you, you done yoked up with them, see? And now you're trying to get into another relationship. You haven't had sex yet. But pretty soon you will. And then you're going to be one with that other person. So think, think about how many ones you done have. One night stands is what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's fine. That, was, that fit. <laughs> so if you had like 17 one night stands, church people alright sub points ready so let me show you what you got to heal from number one defenses and unhealthy attractions first thing you got to heal from with time let's talk about defenses real quick and painful experiences we all risk building up various, various or varying degrees of bitterness. And we become defensive. It doesn't matter if that person is the best thing since sliced bread. Because you have not healed internally and emotionally from that last relationship, now you have all kinds of, you, 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 you on defense, you don't even play offense. Amen. In, in our adult relationship, we may resist being too vulnerable. Watch this. Or we write people off easily. I ain't putting up, I, no, my last relationship, I ain't putting up with that now, Mo. You're going to be by yourself a long time, watch. Because you talk about, I ain't putting up. No, you got too many, def- you got too many walls. So, so as a single person, watch this, you can work on this by yourself with the Lord, watch this, and you can start tearing down them walls. But here's the other thing. Number two, unhealthy, no, no, stay right there, defenses and unhealthy attractions. Now, watch this. Unhealthy attractions is what happens when we act on our defenses or when we act out our defenses, you attract people with defenses. Watch this. We tend to choose less than ideal deal relationships watch this we may even we may even establish an unsatisfying relationship by selecting a person who isn't emotionally connected to you we draw people who are unhealthy because watch this because we got defense that's why he says be what? Tell your neighbor, I want to be free. Free. 
I'm tired of being angry, Pastor. Tired of hating men and hating women and hating situations. I, I wanna, I, and then, and then guess what? And in every relationship that you have that, that is toxic, you watch, watch, watch. You're drawn to them because of your defenses. Watch the next thing he says. The next, the next two. Then they give, give me the next two. Give me the next two. Give me the next two. Next two is what? Fear of what? And what? You ain't never going to get a man. Ever. He got to be perfect. Yeah. He got to be perfect. You're picky. Fear, watch this, fear intimacy. The, the reality is that most people can only tolerate a certain, after they've been broken, watch this, and they're not healed. Tell me, tell me, single people, tell me if this ain't true. Tell me if this is not true. If it's not true, then tell me it's not true. The reality is that most people can only tolerate a certain amount of closeness. Defense. Yeah, there it is. You're smothering me. Watch this. We are defensive about letting someone else in. That's why you make it hard for the real brother who who is really supposed to be the one, right? That's why it's so hard for him. That's why he got to work extra hard. He's sweating. He's just like, dang, man. Man. I don't even think she liked me. But it wasn't his fault. Watch this. We are defensive about letting someone in on a deeper level. We don't necessarily want to love or we don't necessarily want the love we say we want. Ooh, that was good. I want love. I want a man to take care of me. I want a woman to take care of me. I want someone to be tender to me. And then they show up, you want to treat them like dirt. Talking about tenderoni. I'm just saying. Ready for the next one? Let me elaborate on pickiness. Our own defenses often leaves us feeling pickier. Watch this. And judgmental. This is, this is particularly true after we've had bad experiences in relationship. Watch this. We were deceived by that last person. Watch this. Or rejected by that last person. Watch this. And now we got strong feelings. And guess what? Now, oh, man, listen. You're picking out everything. Look at his toenail, just jacked up. Just, good Lord, look at his nose. And I'm, 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 I'm saying, you're not looking at character. Look, 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 I'm not looking, oh, look at his teeth. Yeah, look, ooh, Lord Jesus. 
<laughs> His teeth is crooked. He needs to go buy him some new ones. Watch this. I'm, I'm telling you, you are. Sh- listen. 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 Look at them lips. Just dry. Just. Ooh. And he could have been the best thing to you. To you. But you haven't. But, but listen. But you're not free. Single. With a single focus. Lord, I, you know, I was, I was putting this together. I had to go back and say, Lord, help me to focus on some of this stuff here that I had not, that I skipped. That I didn't skip from, from years back. 21 years been married. I'm like, dang, I still got some defense. With me? Listen, listen, listen. Don't mistreat the person that God is trying to give you now. Because you got some stuff that you ain't dealt with yet. Watch this. Right, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, next, give me next two. Is that right? Which one is that? Low, low self-esteem. And fear of what? All right, watch this. Our lack of confidence after we done broke up by 17 times and been through all kinds of stuff and, you know what I mean, just all kinds of stuff, right? Leaves us with a lack of confidence. See, just, just because a woman be strutting doesn't mean she confident, you know. You know what I mean? And just because a man is strutting doesn't mean he confident. He may put on all his clothes to hide his insecurity. You with me? Watch this. Watch this. So our lack of confidence, watch it, you ready for this? Leaves us giving off signals of not being open, but being mean and closed off. Oh, she's so mean. Good Lord, she mean. Amen. Low self-esteem. So to make up for the low self-esteem, he or she treats people bad. I'm taking out on you at the job what I was, what I was going through in this bad breakup I just had. He said, no, this is all, this is all emotional. This is all internal, so you'll never see it. You just act it out, but you don't know you're acting it out. See, when we remain single, it is not for the reason that we're telling ourselves. I'm single. I don't want no man, Pastor. I don't want no man. I'm good. I'm good. Tell the truth to yourself. Why are you single? You got some low self-esteem. In other words, you don't feel good about you. You don't feel like you're good enough. You don't feel like you're, more, you're beautiful enough. You don't feel like you're handsome. You don't feel like you have what it takes. So here you are now. You, you just don't feel good about you. So you say, well, I'm, I'm just single because I want to be. No, you don't. Here's the other piece. Fear of competition. 
Here's the thing. A lack of self-esteem. You ready for this? Watch this now. This is going to help you. It leads to fear of competing. See, you live in this. Some of you live in this stuff. But I'm here to tell you that Paul says he wants you to be free. To be you, to be who God called you to be. See, I'm going to show you something. Some of you can't be without a man or a woman for less than 30 days. Now, that's some daddy issues, but, uh, you know, we'll talk about that another time. But here's the thing. You, you need male affirmation. A woman affirmation. But it's your lack of self-esteem. But watch this. The competition, the fear of competition, watch this. It's easy to put yourself down so that you get out of the competition. Lord have mercy. Watch this, watch this. So you downplay yourself. Amen. Especially when it comes to dating. See, when we meet somebody we like, it's all too easy to think, oh, he or she could do better than me. You downplay yourself. You don't give yourself enough credit. He says, I want you to be what? Free. From what? Concern. Amen? What I got left, Leah? I got two more? I got one more. I got one more. These two. These two. Now, hold on now. Don't put it up there yet. Y'all got these? How many I gave you so far? Y'all got these three, right? A, B, there you go. You got the A, B, C? A, B, C? You got it? Let's go to D right quick. Okay, let me explain that to you. You know what isolation is. Watch this. Many of your activity, many of the activities that we use to comfort we're really using them to isolate. Amen. As a result, what we're doing is it's called avoidance. So I'm okay with just whatever activity you do, you could do it by yourself. But if you don't deal with the internal stuff and your emotions, you will find yourself. I'm a, this is what you say. I'm a loner. Amen. But are you really a loner? Amen. Do, do you really want companionship? Do you really want somebody to talk to? You follow what I'm saying? That you can build a relationship with, that you can build a conversation with. That it's strictly platonic and then see where it goes from there. And he respects you and you respect her. And then all of a sudden you find yourself working into something. And you're coming out of your little hole that you've been hiding in for the last 30 years. <laughs> I'm dealing with the emotional, but I'm going to show you something. We're dealing with the emotional first. The internal emotional issues. Men go through it. Women go through it. Isolation. I never forget when I when I hit the bottom in life. Amen. I've been divorced. I got me a little one bedroom studio apartment. Okay, with nothing in there. 
And I, I, I isolated myself because I said I was done. I'm tired of all this dating stuff and all this other crap. And lo and behold, thank the Lord I didn't stay there long. Amen. Thank the Lord I didn't stay there long. You know why? Because my wife, amen, now, amen, my wife, amen, she needed somebody. You know what I mean? And so I made myself available to her. I came out of isolation just for her. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> there go mama in the back. Watch. Watch this. That's truth, y'all. <laughs> Happen. Amen. Watch this. I came out of isolation, uh, uh, Rev. I came out of isolation. You find what I'm saying? Because I knew she needed me. I was smooth like butter. Amen. They called me the romancer. You understand? I wrote a book. I got a, I got a poetry book, but y'all don't want to read that book. That's from when I wasn't saved. I read some of that poem to her and she was like, oh my gosh. The romancer has arrived. Swept her off her feet. Broke down those emotional bars and broke down those walls in her life. And then she just became mine. That's how you gotta do it. But I was willing to go past my isolation. You know when people are in isolation, you know what they're doing? That's what they're doing while they're in isolation. See? Because they're getting caught up. They're drugging and drinking and that kind of stuff. And what they're doing is they're destroying themselves. Somebody should have said amen right there. Ain't nobody said nothing. Pastor, why you got up on my street? You better, you better cancel that subscription. Better get rid of that Vaseline and that baby oil. It's time to come out of isolation. Sorry, mother. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. It got hot. Look, everybody start sweating. It's 62 degrees in here, and you fanning. You hot. <laughs> 62 degrees in here. You hot. <laughs> All right, I see what you're doing. Amen. Talk about you got ashy hands. I don't believe that. Self-love. Isolation. Why do you think they're doing, why do you think they have a virtual boyfriend? The virtual boyfriend piece is so that you don't have to deal with people. Because you're so broken. So you're running from one relationship to the next and you haven't even healed from the last one you were in. Watch this. Do yourself a favor. Heal. Here's the thing about rule making. You ready? As years pass, years I said, we develop, you ready? Ready for this? A rule book. For ourselves as it pertains to dating. 
In effect, we put what we have learned down on paper. But what looks good on paper doesn't always work in real life. Doesn't work in real life. When you meet somebody, you got to understand they're flawed just like you. And, and as a single person, listen, and I'm talking to you singles who have experience, but the ones who don't have experience, take this list and vow to never go there. That's all I'm saying. And for you married people, deal with this stuff you ain't dealt with. You're living together, but you're living in isolation from each other. You're on one side of the house, he's on the other side of the house, and y'all can't even talk. I pray the Lord cause y'all to have some kind of earthquake in there so you got to move in a little studio apartment. So you got to get in each other's face and deal with the issues that you haven't dealt with. So you run into the garage. What the? And then you got a rule book. What does your rule book look like? You know what you do before you get married? Let me see your rule book. Let's compare rule books and see. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, I see. See, these things are subconscious, and when you get together, that's why you can't get along. Do you see it? You see it, Sister Hunt? You see it? It's clear, ain't it? I thought I'd bring this message to y'all. Watch this. He says, to be free from concern now. Now. Let's go to the next part of that verse. He says next. Is that it, Leah? Watch this. He says, the one who is what? Is concerned about what? Okay, so write this down. So now that you've dealt with all of your internal and emotional things, now it's time to you fo- for you to focus on the spiritual things. Now, the psychiatrist will leave you with the emotion. I'm bringing it one step further. you got to deal with your spiritual things now. Watch this. The only way you can get rid of your defenses, the only way you can get rid of your unhealthy attractions and your fear of intimacy and your pickiness and your low self-esteem and your fear of competition and your isolation and your, and your rulemaking is if you focus on your spiritual life. Man, listen. I thank God for Jesus. Javar, if I didn't have Jesus, I wouldn't be married today. I tell you that straight up because I'm a plum fool. Straight up. And I thank God for that woman who put up with me. It was one year, and then we got then I got saved. So so we went a whole year of hell, and she's just as strong headed as me. Amen. And when I thought I was winning, I was losing. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. But because God saved me and then saved her and then brought us together, our focus was spiritual. And that's how we've been together for 21 years. And for the rest of our lives. We didn't play church. We were in church and we meant it. 
We lived it. We struggled for a long time to take it from the page to performance. But God started changing our hearts and changing our minds and changing us. And we focused on Him. Single people, let me tell you something. If you're trying to get with somebody and they, they can't come to church with you, don't talk about, I, I want you to know why. Bring them to church. Let the, let, listen, we'll see if the devil come out of them. Because if they can't walk through these doors, then you don't need to walk with them. Straight up. Oh, I got my church. I need to check out your church. Amen. I've watched people Amen. Get dismantled because they followed the wrong person. You were healthy in church. You were serving. You were doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, one joker showed up in your life and took it all. Left you broken and laying by the way. But no, not left you broken. He left you broken, but he's laying up in your bed now. And you can't come back to church because you shame. Mm-hmm. So watch this. He says to the married, the one who's unmarried is concerned, worried. Same thing. About the what? The things of the Lord. So what's the next point? Give me the next point. I told you you got three points. Watch this. Single focus of seeking. Man, you single people in this church, there shouldn't be a day when these doors are open that you're not here. Oh, no, but I got kids, and I got this, and I got that. But he says that you're single focus. You know why? Because you're not tied down to anything. Pastor, my work schedule, I get it. Pastor, I got kids, I know. Pastor, I know. But you're so focused on career. You're so focused on Bettering yourself. Let me explain something to you Christians. It don't get no better than this. So unless you're looking for something better than this. That is better than this. You can't better yourself. What Paul. Back in, back in this day when he was writing. There was a ministry for widows. For deacons and single people. And guess what? They were the ones who were most active in church. They were. They were the most active people in church. They were serving. They were doing whatever it took. Listen, watch this. As you're serving, watch this. Some of you talking about, this is what you say. I'm going to wait till I get it to. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me help you right quick. You know when I, you know when I got it together? When I was on top of that roof at the church nailing a hammer and I was cussing and stuff. And then brothers around me was like, bro, you can't do that up here, man. I'm like, what you mean? Can't do that. He said, you on church ground. He was teaching me. See, but, but I was trying, if I was trying to go outside to wait to stop cussing, I would never stop cussing. But it's because I was around the church. Because I was, because I was concerned. Can I ask you a question? How concerned are you about the things of God? Single people I'm talking to. I know you got dreams and that's good. But you got to understand if you're concerned about the kingdom first, 
everything is going to fall in place. Don't let nobody fool you into thinking, oh, you always at that church. You always at this. I don't want to be like my mom. We always at the church. I'm young. Don't let, the, don't let, the, don't let Satan hoodwink you like that. Listen, he says your main focus is the things. Now, you know, you know, what, you know what I see that in? Deacon Hurd. Ever since the day I met him. Y'all ain't trying, y'all ain't. When I met him, and when he came into the kingdom, he has not stopped thinking about the things of God. And, and to hear him yesterday on the on 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 on, on in the in the conference in the, in the summit saying su- suggesting that he's thinking about you know eventually getting married that's a great thing and i believe that god will send him a great spouse because he's serious about the things of the lord baby girl let me help you with something amen if you are serious about the things of god god going to put that man in your path and listen he, he probably ain't going to be all that spiritual at first. You ain't going to be no church man. But guess what? You ain't going to have to go do no cleaning up. Because God going to clean them up. And because you're so locked in on what God is doing in your life and what you're doing for God. Guess what? God going to put the right man in your life. Watch. Watch what happens. Watch this. Watch. Let me, I want you to self-evaluate right quick. What you attracted now? Busters and boomers. Pimps and hustlers. Drug dealers. For real. Gangsters and bankers. Take a banker. <laughs> I take a banker. But he's the teller, baby. He ain't the manager. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to help somebody today to let you know some single person right here today. Listen, you're so focused on your needs. You ain't fo- Listen, if you focus on God, listen, stop telling me you're spiritual. Show up and do something for God. And then when you show up to do something for God, keep your. Sister Alice, I ain't going to tell you how old she is, but I'm just saying. How old are you? 72 years old. A widow. She's here three days a week. It got quiet. But you young people, you young women, you young men, y'all got jobs and things like that. But are you, look at the text says, who are unmarried to be concerned about the what? The things. The things. Things. Now we got Chelsea who's married. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm I'm hitting. I know. Ouch. Ouch, Pastor. I'm stepping on that little baby toe. It hurt, don't it? That's not hurt. Watch this. But I'll never see you. Listen, you can't wait to get it together. If you're serious about the things of God, he's going to do everything else. I got one more point. Look what he says. Watch this now. How he may what? So that means I don't want you to come here because you feel convicted. (laughs) I want you to come here because you're saying, man, God, how can I please you? Listen, how can I please you, God? What can I do for you? But how can I please you? You know why? Because you ain't got nothing but time, boo. And if you give that time to God, not pleasing self. So, so the next point is what? The single focus of seeking to please God. Single with a single focus. Now notice, right? When I was talking about all those internal things, you were all hype. You were just, you were all up in the air, man. Listen, woo, Lord, that was bad preaching. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room, right? Now I'm saying you got to show up and do something in church. Like, hold on, hold on. That's going to cut away from my, my Netflix time. My Hulu time. My, come on, Pastor. We can we you already got enough help. Sister Alice is here. <laughs> I get off too late. Hmm, okay. I'm just asking. What are you doing as a single person? What are you really seeking? I'm having a conference with my I mean uh summit with my kids today, with my adult kids, matter of fact, to have that conversation with them. How y'all doing? How y'all doing with seeking to please God? I'm going to have that conversation with them today. Yeah. They're like, Dad, I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't get the memo. Get it now. Yeah. And if you're single, have that conversation with yourself. What am I doing to please God? Just imagine if all the single people in our church would do this. We could probably change the world. Seriously. And and, and listen, as a single person, you have to realize that you are at an advantage. Nothing is holding you back from caring about the things of God. And from pleasing him. When, when you please him and serve him, watch this, everything else in your, let me, let me give you the, the, the motive. 
everything else will fall in place. Your career is going to fall in place. You follow what I'm saying? He's going to put somebody in your life that you're going to be like, I didn't think that there was hope <laughs> ever in my whole entire life for this to happen to me. And that person will be aligned with the same vision. I want to tell somebody something. Don't go back. Yeah. Where you used to lay. That's called, you know what that's called? That's called a booty call. I mean, that's called a comfort zone. That's called a comfort zone. See what I'm saying? It's easy to connect. Watch this. With no commitment, that's called a what? Comfort zone. And you married brother, get brothers, get rid of that black book or that blackberry. Throw it away, man. Throw that thing away, man. For real, get rid of it. Cut, cut it out. Listen, if you're single, God says you ought to be free. Free from what? Free from concern. The desire of, mar- of a marriage partner should not preoccupy you. Singles are not, uh, who are concentrating, watch this, on marriage are like folks who are driving and talking on their cell phones at the same time or texting and driving. As a matter of fact, there are new laws that prohibits us from texting and talking and driving and videoing yourself on the way to church and all that kind of stuff, doing little videos and things like that. Watch this. They are running through red lights, bumping into people's cars, and causing havoc on the highways. State after state now is coming up with laws. If you're going to drive, amen. If you're going to talk or text and drive, watch this. Don't text and drive in this state. Because you're going to hurt somebody. People who are preoccupied with marriage put themselves in a position, watch this, of being hurt or hurting others. Because you don't have a single focus. Give God a hand clap of praise.